Well, as we are gearing up for the weekend, thanks for joining us here for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. And you may be looking at your computer screen or your cell phone screen, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and looking at the title, Bible Idiots, and you might be scratching your head. But uh, <laughs> in the next few moments, we will unveil what that title is all about. Before we do... Why don't you, Adam, give us our quote of the day? Bible Idiots is a remarkable film. It's compelling, relevant, and funny all at the same time. The film focuses on the father-son comedy team of Chris and Jake Danielson and features quotes from various leaders in the Christian world, including Dr. Erwin Lutzer, Joni Erickson Tata, and Jim Daly, president of Focus on the Family. Our quote of the day comes from the Dove Foundation. And, uh... So today we're going to talk about the documentary Bible Idiots, and that documentary talks about why we should believe the Bible and what what is the credibility behind the Bible. And before we get into our discussion, let's hear the trailer for the film Bible Idiots. Has anybody ever called you an idiot for believing in the Bible? Somebody says, you're just an idiot for believing the Bible. How would you respond? People think that Christians are idiots for what they believe. This God you claim is great isn't so great. Only an idiot would believe that. When you wonder about the relevance of the Bible, because it was written in a different culture. Yeah, even though the Bible was written through like a, a spiritual notation, I guess, it still was written by a man. It's the second day and I'm asked to pray and I'm walking up towards the podium. And I lean in and I say, Dear George. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that my life has been changed by the Word of God. So what's your opinion on the Bible? It's 100% true. Sounds like uh, size involved in this process, you know. <laughs> idiots for Bible, that's, I mean, that's what I think of when I think of him. I'm not going to call atheist idiots because that's just not nice to do. But approximately 1,500 times the Bible claims to be the Word of God. Now, what are we going to do with that? That's kind of deep. <laughs> believe in the Bible. I don't care who knows it. I'm an idiot for Christ. All right. And there you have it. The trailer for the movie Bible Idiots, which is a documentary by my good friends, Chris and Emily Danielson, who are actually responsible for getting me into radio and podcasting. So if you don't like what you hear, blame them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope that you do enjoy the Speaking for Him podcast and it's because of them that I get to do what I do, and I'm very grateful for all they've done for me. And as they continue to support the ministry, they were big supporters of my trip uh, last summer to Nashville. And so, once again, thank them for all they've done for speaking for him. Very grateful. So today, Adam and I are going to discuss this documentary a little bit. 
Um, and the, the movie synopsis is basically just taking a look at major problems, quote-unquote, that people have with the Bible and dissecting them one-on-one, one-by-one, and also interspersing a little bit of Chris and Jacob's comedy. And I thought it was very very well done. Um, Adam, as we get in, what are your general thoughts about this documentary? I thought it was pretty good. I really did. I, I thought the production was well done, and I, I like the flow of the documentary they did. It wasn't just like they were just standing in front of a camera and like preaching for an hour and a half or just listing off facts, and then the credits started to roll. They actually had a flow of of times of themselves on their show, like Jake and Chris on stage, and then they would have times of having their guests on talking about their topic in that segment of the movie. And uh, and I, I appreciate that because it, it kept your interest and it kept the flow going in the movie. And um, they did a really good job just standing up for truth as well. So that was some of my uh, highlights and general thoughts on uh, the Bible Idiots documentary. And I, I liked this documentary a lot. Um, I think that it really helps to answer some questions. You know, he had mentioned to me, Chris had, that some people were saying that the length might be a bit much uh, at a, an hour and a half. And here's the way I look at it is that a lot of times people, especially since we have um, attention spans, this attention spans the size of preschoolers a lot of times these days with the way YouTube is with two and three minute videos. Uh, sometimes we don't appreciate the longer content. But the one thing I will say is I think it's a good thing for a solid Christian to sit down and watch and get to know more about the Bible and more about its credibility so that then when you go into the battle, you're equipped to defend the Bible. And so it's not just a blind, well, I believe the Bible because I've always believed the Bible. Uh, you can bring up things like um, the, you know, the Septuagint with 70 different uh, Bible scholars believing um, and having the identical text, even though they were all translating it separately, and things like uh, the the Gospels being factual because um, the men uh, ran and hid uh, when Jesus was crucified, and yet they are the writers of the Gospels, and they didn't leave that part out. You know, if it was just a human story, they might try to pass themselves off as the macho hero of the story. Um, because that's what men do, but these men were divinely guided by the Holy Spirit in writing the Bible, and so they didn't go that route. Um, so I just really appreciated that. I think um, I have on this sheet uh, what are some of the negatives, and there weren't really any negatives, but I, I think um, in, a, in just a semi-critical sense, I was thinking about why people would say it was so long, and when I watched it the second time, I thought, well, maybe it could use a little bit of narration because it kind of goes from interview to interview without narration. So that was one thing I noticed. But other than that, I really, really appreciate uh, this film and would definitely recommend it um, to you. And I actually will be giving away a copy uh, because Chris and Emily were generous enough to donate one to us. And so as we end our 90-day Bible challenge, which will wrap up in uh, the end of May. We will be giving away to one participant of the 90-day Bible challenge the the DVD Bible Idiots. So um, 
keep an eye out for that and more detail to come as we go along. Um, so, Adam, do you have any favorite parts of this documentary? Um, I'd have to say some of my favorite parts was um, I've had the chances in the past to hang out with Chris and Emily and Jake, and it was it's always fun to be there in person with them, but to be able to see them also on the camera as a family doing the movie, I mean, in that sense, I mean, that is what you see is what you get. So that's really them on camera. And to see them working together as a family, and I've always appreciated Chris and Emily having the marriage they do where they're, where they're friends and helping to get this documentary going and getting the movie going with both of them together. I, it, was, it was refreshing to see those scenes together and see a family, uh, you know, working together. Um, I really appreciated that too. I think the most powerful part to me was the Muslim the testimony of the former Muslim? I think mm. his name was Arbu Murray mm-hmm. or something to that effect. Um, I wish I had it in front of me, but he just told about how he was an on fire Muslim and how he wanted to convert as many people as he could to Islam, and how he had some really good Christian friends that took the time to explain the gospel, uh, to explain the validity of the scriptures, and and to walk with him through his struggles as he came to faith in Christ and he realized that that all the answers that he sought were in the Bible. You know, he talked about how in Islam there is a place of paradise that is set up for the people who serve God, but it doesn't have the presence of God in it. Uh, God never condescends in the Muslim faith to fellowship with man. And so he talked about how how significant it is that in the Christian faith and as we understand the biblical worldview, that we have fellowship, one-on-one intimate fellowship with the God of the Bible. And so that is very exciting, and that was my uh, favorite part. And um, so um, the next thing we want to discuss is the biggest thing that you took away from the film biggest lesson that you took away from the film. And I'm going to start with this one. And I think the biggest lesson I took away is that more than ever before, we need to be uh, diligent to study the Word of God, to study its context, to know it. Because there are so many people that profess to know the Word of God that, that preach a false gospel, and they don't get it right. And eternal souls hang in the balance. You know, God is love. That's a mantra that Everybody seems to parrot, even people that are unbelievers. But what they don't understand is that the judgment that that God has placed on mankind for sin had to be dealt with, and that was dealt with in the person of Jesus Christ. And so as we watch Bible Idiots and as we uh, get the word out about it, the reason we do is because we want to make sure that people rightly divide the word of truth. They know it's real and they believe it's real, and they believe the right things about it. Um, so was there anything along these lines that stuck out to you, Adam? Uh, one of the biggest was just being courageous for Christ, and that is in standing up in the truth and saying, you know what, I'm a Bible follower, I'm a Christ follower, I have my whole life in this book. And there was, I forget exactly which one of the speakers, they had so many from uh, Dan Seaborn at Winning at Home to... Um, Jim Daly, focus on the family president. But one of them said, you know, you have people that will go out to eat 
at a restaurant and they don't want to pray in public because they get too nervous or something or it looks like they're scratching their eyebrow, but they're really trying to quick sneak a prayer in. And I'd be lying if I said I haven't done that before. So it convicted me in the moment. I'm like, there's times where I'll, I'll, I'll do the eyebrow scratch prayer instead of the full one. And it just got me thinking like, you know, there shouldn't be any shame there to live courageously for Christ. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that too. I'm like, you know, it's it's easy to do that, especially when you're around other people. That maybe if you're around a group, you don't want to necessarily huddle and have a group prayer. But but it it isn't. It's not something to just stick in there either. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Like you you have to pray, right? Uh, because that's just what you have to do. But so often we aren't as thankful as we should be for the things that God gives us. So we should take the opportunity to be thankful. And we definitely see the example in Scripture of how Christ prayed blessings over food. And so that's a good example for us. Um, so I just want to encourage people to uh, get Bible Idiots. You can go to uh, the website, which will be linked to our blog, on the Bible Idiots website, and, and get the DVD. You can rent it for um, a, a cheaper price and and buy a digital copy for a cheaper price than the than the uh, than the per the DVD purchase price but if you do purchase the DVD then you are helping uh, Chris and Emily continue their vital work with the because I believe media group and uh, I'm sure they would appreciate it um, like I said they've they've been an invaluable help to speaking for him and so I'm very grateful to endorse this film and to encourage you um, to go out and watch it and I just want to encourage you you know uh, there's a lot of people that profess Christ and this was one of the powerful things about the film was near the end Chris says this is what I share at the end of my shows that there will be many that will say Lord Lord uh, look at all the stuff we did in your name and he's going to say I never knew you because he wants us to do good works, but he wants us to do them as a result of knowing him. But we can do good works without knowing him. And we, we should not mistake service for God um, for a relationship with God. We, we must focus on our relationship and then have the um, the acts of service come out of that and so i really want to encourage that and um i i think i would give this documentary a solid four out of five and i really appreciate it and i hope that you go out and watch it adam what is your rating uh i'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five and the only reason i'm gonna do that is because chris was eating chick-fil-a in the movie and i wanted some in the moment and couldn't get any so uh, that is my main reason, but otherwise it, it is, it was well done and I would encourage you to check it out. Oh, I must say, Adam, wasn't it hilarious when he was eating Chick-fil-A as he was going through the Chick-fil-A drive? <laughs> that, that is classic Chris. I was very not, much so. I was not surprised at all. No, <laughs> they probably have his sign up now at all Chick-fil-A restaurants around the country saying, look out for this man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. come through the drive through. Well, Chris and Emily, I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate being able to profile your DVD here on the Speaking For Him podcast. Thank you so much for all your support, and I hope people will um, take advantage of this opportunity. 
uh, to buy the DVD and potentially win the DVD in the next few weeks. All right. Um, well, that's all I have for you today. But uh, until next time, I would encourage you to, like I said, watch this DVD, share it with your friends, and keep serving the best of masks. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 